is me. <laughs> I um something came up. I can't. Something came up. Oh, bro. <laughs> no, ain't no song comes up on a Sabbath evening <laughs> where you are probably in bed asleep. No, that's what I figured. I thought you. I figured you crashed. Once you get dude, the moral of the story is he hasn't smoked for life. <laughs> oh, hold up. Hey man, it's cool. As long as you keep it in your bucket, I'm not mad. Again, it would all be nice to get a little response back, but it's cool. No, I should have. I should have. Me and me and Ghost are having a blast. Still wondering if y'all would join, but it's all good. Um, it's my fault. Why are you keeping? Why are you claiming it? No, no problem. No problem. But anyway, um, we're all here this evening. Obviously, thank you guys for uh, joining. I mean, obviously, you traveled to be here, so. Gotta be appreciative. Um, but yeah. Um, how, how are we all doing? We all good? Again, thanks all, thank y'all for coming out. Over, I should say. Good to go. Yeah, still? Great. Dope, dope. Alright. Well, honestly, we want to jump into things. This is literally going to be our legitimate first podcast, so it's going to be a little rough, but it's all good. Dang, and the first joint we're going to talk about is Mad Jay, so it's not going to be the best <laughs> way to jump in things, but right, we'll do it. We'll get through it. Oh, man. I don't even know. I don't even know how to really uh, intro this, but... Literally, um, an artist who we all agree on is one, if not the best rapper um, ever of all time. Uh, apparently passed the legendary MF Doom. Passed last year, according to what the family put out. And I'm, I'm gonna read. The, and I'm gonna read the, um, the caption they put out. According, according to the family, he passed uh, back in October. But we, of course, didn't find out until literally, like, I'm pretty sure it was the last day of 2020, which was a wild send-off 2020. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll just read the caption real quick. <clears throat> and this was on his page, so obviously his family uh, posted it. <clears throat> Begin off things by giving thanks to all. To the mile. I think that's his name, right? Why you guys here? <laughs> the greatest husband, father, teacher, student, business partner, lover, and friend I could ever ask for. Thank you for all the things you have shown, taught, and given to me. Our children and our family. Thank you for teaching me how to forgive beings and give others another chance. Not to be quick to judge and write and write off. Thank you for showing how not to be afraid to love and to be the best person I could ever be. My world will never be the same without you. Words will never express what you and what Malachi mean to me. I love you. I love both and adore you always. May the all continue to bless you, our family, and the planet. All my love, Jasmine. Transitioned October 31st, 2020. Oh, man. Man. I, I don't really have even a lot to say about this. I mean, I, I definitely want to spend a little time. Just, you know, given given his given the flowers, you know, I already said it, but we all consider Doom to be, you know, 
best and want the best. Um, definitely one of the two kind of questions, not questions, two things I want to hear is, you know, just in general, like, if y'all remember how y'all got put on to Doom or the first time y'all, y'all heard Doom or whatever the case may be, and uh, y'all favorite, if y'all can think of one or two, uh, y'all favorite records. Um, for me, real quick, I would definitely, for me, for my favorite record, I would definitely, it'd definitely be off of Mad Villains. I, don't, I know that might, might be a cheat code, because that's probably the most uh, popular Doom album. Maybe, maybe just Madden first, but, and I'm thinking Strange Ways, but all caps. Those are the, those are the records that when I think of Doom, when I think of Bars. Those are what comes to my mind. So those are definitely two of my favorites. And as far as getting put on to Doom, um, I mean, like most people back in the day, when I first really started getting into hip-hop and actually really interested in, like, <clears throat> some of the older artists and some of the artists that um, young artists were using for samples and things, I mean, it was hard not to come back to Doom and... I mean, off the bat, from the from the first bars I ever heard from him, I knew that he was probably somebody that people would consider one of the top lyricists. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just typical backpack digging through uh, older artists, however I got put on or how I came to discover Doom. Um, but yeah, but what about y'all? I don't want to obviously talk. <laughs> I could all, all night about Doom, but what about y'all? So I, I definitely remember how I got put onto Doom. Um, I did not like rap a lot when I was in high school, and when I was in college, I kind of decided to give it a try. It's and a I wild w- thing to give it a try. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I wanted to see what was out there. Um, I think it's probably because I was listening to Dead End Hip Hop. I started listening to them. And, um, I feel like it was either, it was probably a combination of that and just looking on YouTube, trying to find underground hip hop because, you know, I started to find or, you know, find those artists. Um, and my goal was to find a rapper that rapped about things that weren't, you know, conventional. Hmm. Um, and, you know, I was just, I literally was looking up rappers and found out that Doom, like, had this, you know, whole persona and, like, you know, riffed on comic books and things like that. So I was like, okay, this guy mm-hmm. sounds pretty cool. Um, so I went through it mel- melodically, like, went through his discography, started with, um, dang, why can't I think of the first record now? Operation Doom. Operation Doom Day, yes. Started with that. And it wasn't, it wasn't, easy for me to get into him by any means because he's still very much a rapper so like he's not just you know everybody knows doom at this point but he's not just spitting specifically about comics or anything like that he's mixing all type of stuff into his lyrics so um yeah just listening to operation doomsday back and back to back um constantly it started to slowly come together for me and then going to um the king leisure record um comes together a little more than Victor Vaughn and just going through his discography like it was just it was crazy and it 
you know, he basically was my gateway into actually listening to rap and then, you know, started to explore other artists, um, again, starting with the underground, but then moving to more, um, mainstream, but yeah, Doom, Doom's a beast, man, like, <laughs> definitely, definitely greatest of all time for me, um, top record, that's, that's tough, um, for sure, for sure, that's tough, uh, I don't even know if I can legit name one, like, the ones that are jumping into my head right now are, like, one beer, um, even Rama's fit off the same album. Um, but those are the ones that are jumping to me. But he's done just so many, so many like weird conceptual things, like with Danger Doom. All the stuff he did on there was just the the way he's able to come up with a concept for for some of the albums, like the Danger Doom food and just keep that same concept for entire albums is nuts man like doom is a rapper's rapper like crazy man but yeah and uh to be honest i, I think i've put you both on to doom but that's enough <laughs> i was gonna say that <laughs> I, I feel like oh the God. first time i saw him or heard of him I thought he would be weird in a bad way because, mm -hmm. you know, a rapper wearing a mask and doing all this stuff. Like, I thought he would be, like, eccentric and in a way that I wouldn't care for. And I, I remember thinking the same thing about um, Cannibal Ox because I think they had the CD at the library or something. Mm -hmm. And I think I thought it was metal. I didn't even know what it was. Like, I remember, like, there was a segment that I put these types of artists into and it was like I don't think I'd be interested in these artists because I don't know I thought they'd be too weird even like though I like weird stuff something. yeah almost gimmicky but obviously Doom would ended up just like yeah I mean for me if I if I had if you had to you know if you asked me who's the greatest rapper and I had to answer in five seconds it'd be Doom like I, I don't I and I don't I don't you know I wouldn't really have any question about it just for clarification we're talking about actual best rapper when it comes when it comes to bars not like the greatest hip-hop artist of all time but when yeah, it comes to the yeah, actual yeah. rapper who we, who we deem the best definitely right and not necessarily like instantly just like me personally who do i think is the best i would say doom because um you know the creativity like everything or you know a lot of things about him like are what i value in in you know making good art and making good music um and so uh i think you know i think he's one of the best at the craft of putting words together like just uh, just you know a wordsmith so um so yeah you know it's just it's doom <laughs> but uh top track i think i think honestly um i listen to saliva a lot so that song um for the rj features yeah the, yeah that, i just i just love that song I'd say that was probably, that's probably one of my top tracks, but I did to make a little playlist for tracks that I really like. Um, I haven't even heard any Danger Doom records. So it's, <laughs> it's incomplete. Not that it's really bad, but um, yeah. So what was the topic? You said you wanted to hear your top three. Did you say? You said uh, I, it's, it's, I got two. I got top two. Um, Strange Ways and All Caps. Okay. All right. 
I'll go. Uh, I'll go one beer actually. One beer. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Fuck, I feel like we've said that. Yeah. So I do remember how I was put on to the. I think I was on a Mad Libs kick at the time, and I was just going through his discography and listening to instrumentals, and I heard the instrumental for Raid. Mm. And yeah, that's one of my favorite beats of all time. But when I saw, it, I was like, "Damn, it's a great beat." And then I just looked it up, and I saw, "Oh, someone raps on this." And <laughs> I was like, "Hold up!" Cause I I never heard Deem. I didn't even know who he was. So once I heard that, I had to like stop, replay, then look up the album, see its acclaim. So I definitely had to listen to it. And from there, um, obviously, I. Loved uh, Mad Villainy. I went through the entire discography. It was all amazing. But yeah, man. Like like I was saying, like just the unconventional ways that he had and the way that he went about just write everything about like the way he flowed, like the way he wrote songs. Like you would, you could listen to a song like three times and not even get the full concept behind it until you look on rap music and you're like oh shoot this is what he was talking about like what's that song um three ladies where oh, he's talking yeah. about uh, my favorite ladies yeah oh yeah my favorite ladies that's what it is yeah that song was nuts because i heard it twice and i didn't even catch everything he's talking about but it was just a concept song about different types of drugs it was that was crazy yeah. but um my favorite deem tracks I'd say he said Rhinestone. Raid, three though, right? Raid was the first oh, one I listened to, but okay. my favorite would be Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh, and that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, Rhinestone Cowboy and Gazillionaire. Yeah. Mm. yeah the yeah. two part and the Dilla beat at the second half. Yeah. Crazy. I'm surprised you didn't say Meat Grinder. Oh, yeah. Meat Grinder's a good one. Off of uh, Mad Villainy, I'd probably say Figaro, honestly. Okay, yeah. Because he just got full of the Rico and things like that. <laughs> that accordion, too, man. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, matter of fact, just to go back to it <laughs> real quick. I'm not. I, I, I'm, I, I hold that someone put me on to something very high, so <laughs> I'm not going to say all that. But you, you're playing Doom, and we were driving around a while at that time. Definitely put a little more battery in my back to actually dig into it, cause I, I, like I said, even when I found it was, uh, you know, I found I know the style and the art and the name, but I definitely wasn't digging too deep. So I'll give you the you playing it definitely was influential. Yeah, that. I mean, I I wouldn't necessarily say like a hundred percent you, but I do remember talking to Wes about it as far as me trying to look for a rapper and finding Doom. I, I feel like I communicated that, but I don't. I can't remember one hundred percent. But one other thing I wanted to say: the first time I actually saw or listened to Doom, it was a. Um, I was watching a rollerblading like uh, video, you know, like kind of like a skate video, um, same kind of thing. Um, and they had Doom playing, uh, you know, in the background, but they were cutting it back and forth too. So um, with the the live performance and it was of Sofa King but it was a remix I can't remember who did the beat on the remix no, I, yeah it was Danger Dream he did the beat on the remix too. Mm. but um yeah that was the first time I saw him and then the next time was 
2020, it was when JJ Doom came out. Um, the video for what's the first? Oh man, that's one of my favorite. That video is crazy. Um, oh, uh, the red one. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, 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 with the yeah. radio show sample. Yep. Man, that beat was so good. Yeah, yeah. that was like, oh yeah, this is, this is like underground. Play lines like dimes a lot too. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. feel good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> even you know what you could tell you was nice. Even like that record, um, I forget who's singing on it, but uh, I think it was called like I or something like yeah. that. Even stuff like that. The yeah. fact that that's the that's the sound he likes to put. Man, there's just so much to appreciate about appreciate about Doom. Even to the fact that he was still very much. I mean, we don't know how old some of these uh, bars were, but for all we know, he was still rapping to a high level up until 2020. Um, yeah, there were a couple of features he did in 2020. There was the one on the... Um, the was come out after, after October. Oh, yeah, there was yeah. that one yeah. that um, collabed with Flying Lotus. Yeah. That did, and I, I don't know when he recorded that, but there was a feature on a, the, I think it was a Ricky Smoke song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still sounding good on that. Yeah, there was that GTA one too. That yeah. was twenty twenty. Yeah, he continues to be consistent, if not, you know, gotten better with age. Um, and like we, like I said, we could all spend like all whole podcast talking about Doom, influence, influence and impact and everything. But want to keep you know relatively short. Um, here in the flowers. I do got one kind of negative thing in my heart. I got to get off my chest, you know, and this is obviously my, my platform. So, um, it's not about doom. It was just the one thing that kind of really, really beside the fact that he passed sucked about, uh, the news. When I started seeing like news outlets report about it, um, you know, blogs and stuff. So I'm, I'm, so I start looking through the comments and maybe that was my first mistake. And on, 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 like, Twitter, it was, you know, every everybody, like, literally every artist was giving him the flowers and saying rest in power, rest in peace, and everything like that. But some of these sites, in the comments, it was just a, a wall of, who's who's this? I never heard of him. Um, I'm sorry to his family, but I never heard of him. It was just it was a bunch of that, to that effect. And... It even it, it's really had nothing to do with the fact that they didn't know Doom. That's fine. A lot, most, the pop, the vast majority of people might not know Doom. It's just so weird to me. Like the new the story that's being presented is somebody passed, and the article says like uh, acclaimed rapper or like coveted rapper or something like that. And it's just weird that somebody would hop online and say who's who's this? I never heard of them. Yeah, uh, you can think it in your head, but you go through all the trouble of making a comment saying you don't know him like what's the point i don't know that that, that side of the story just kind of made my heart personally feel a little weird because it's just like the first thing i think of is like what if one of what if someone i knew passed that i knew personally and obviously not like not a lot of other people didn't know them it would just be weird to come online and saying this is a whole bunch of people saying who is this i never heard of them but <laughs> it's fine i i, I kind of chalked it up after i kind of Sad with it for a little while. The fact that some people just kind of lose their humanity in the comment sections. But keeping relatively positive, obviously, 
forever as part of Doom. It's still kind of mind blowing to a lot of people how in the past two months before the news was even announced. But that's just how life is sometimes, I suppose. And it was such a wild end to 2020. Like, no one. Out of all the crazy things that happened last year, I think that really is one of the top five, at least in my book. But other things. Pretty much stayed off the internet that day. Is that, that was probably a smart idea. I think I popped in once or twice. It was, that was a good idea. Anyway, let's let's not stay sad. Let's move on. I don't think I have a particularly fun topic move next, but well, keep moving on. Still can do. Oh, no, this ain't fun at all. <laughs> Uh, this is one of the main reasons I sent it out beforehand, so we can know it. No one can be surprised. No one. Oh, <laughs> y'all can think about it. Not come with no BS answers, even though I don't necessarily have. A, a, I don't think it's going to be much of a debate here, but so. And this story actually broke. Uh, this is like mid last year, especially when it first broke. It was like one of those stories that kind of just. Gradually, more information was uh, released throughout the year. And obviously, if you never heard of this brother, or this person, I should say, you, uh, you, you wouldn't even hear, hear the story. But uh, this headline we're referencing here is, and this is from BuzzFeed News, slash sources these days. Uh, influencer Pastor Carl Lentz has been fired from the hip, this headline's wild, from the hip megachurch that made him famous. Could his career be resurrected? That's how the headline did it. Wrote it. So don't create company crazy. And honestly, I don't want to go over this whole um, uh, whole article. But I guess first, do y'all know who this this guy is Pastor Carlins? Nope. You ever heard of him? You ever seen his face? It's that that's his picture. Stay there for a sec. No. Is Justin Bieber's pastor? Yes. There you go. Oh wait, is he anybody else's pastor? He's, I think this article goes on to explain how he collabs with multiple artists. If you what? go down, there's even, there's even him, there's even, he might have, <laughs> there's even a picture of him with Drake. I don't know if he's Drake's pastor. Somebody being somebody's pastor, that's already a concept I don't think most Israelites are that familiar with, but, um, uh, yeah, the article, I don't know if we're going to go about providing an article, we'll probably just throw in the description, but. The long story, less than long, is this guy was an influencer. These new one of these new hit pastors, pastors. Um, and I've seen some. I've seen some of his interviews. So he's relatively popular. And he's young. He's hip. He's cool. Um, but as all men in the world, no matter if you're a pastor, if you're a regular schmo, you get tested um, and tempted. And uh, his brother apparently went through a temptation uh, last year. In fact where he got caught in a scandalous, adulterous, is that a word? Yeah, adulterous situation. Um, and the response was he got kicked out of his church. Um, and that's kind of the, the grand scheme of things. Obviously, there's more detail. I was, I was talking to Ghost about it a little. The fact that he didn't actually necessarily cheat on his wife. He was just doing inappropriate things that could have led to adultery. Um, 
and the person, the woman, was the one that kind of released the information, and I don't know, it's just one of those mess stories. We all heard the scandals, somebody get caught cheating, and got to go back to his wife and explain that, and the main thing I want to focus on there, the fact they got um, kicked out of the church because, I mean, there's a lot of becauses here, but even online, a lot of people were talking about whether that's right, the fact that he was kicked out of a church. I mean, if we're talking about church, and it's kind of weird the way that the public looks at churches, because I thought most people go to church, but even, even the public is like, how can how can you kick somebody to church when church is all about forgiveness? So, I guess before I get to our kind of take on kicking people out of church, um, just by hearing what I told you, and maybe you looked at the article a little bit, uh, what do, what do y'all think? Do you think it makes sense that they kicked this brother out of the church? I think he deserved a demotion, but <laughs> maybe not. The very least. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how churches work, and that makes sense to me that you just maybe you can't teach or preach whatever for for a little while or however long it should be. But can you get demoted, fired? Out of is there like a owner? Is there like a group that? Collectively make the decision. I would imagine something like that, but I was hoping like yes, there's some type of yeah, some type of system or maybe like a council or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, is the person that he had this affair, if you will, with is is that person still in in? I don't know if she was ever actually attending the the mega church. Also, but if I would assume they don't have no longer in contact. This is a. A group of churches, like I think it's only not one location. Is it? I really said a mega To be church, honest, so I, I don't know. I think he primarily. I he's what I mean. Chain. Maybe it is one. I mean, he's chain. The church is wild. <laughs> I mean, he's, <laughs> one of, he's one of those traveling pastors who goes around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, I can understand if I kind of if like the person is still there, you don't want him in contact with the person. I I, I think it might be worth doubting that this didn't happen. This didn't happen at church. Because this happened last year, 2020, and obviously we know what happened in 2020. So, and maybe this will, I don't know how this is going to make you feel about the story, but specifically, he kind of blamed on the pandemic. The fact that because there was a pandemic, they weren't holding the whole church, you know, everybody gathered around, and he needed somewhat of a, a void to be filled. And that ended up being in the form of, you know. Him needing to fill someone else's voice. Hey, yo! <laughs> okay, alright. And again, he didn't necessarily commit adultery. But, yeah. Wait, so, so he's married, right? He's definitely. He's go, go back to the picture with his kids. She's, you gotta be. I would assume this it. is like she's an Instagram she's not influencer. It's like okay. texts or DMs, like I believe. So. I think they said they met in a park. I don't know. I don't it don't know. matter. Do you think you should get kicked out of the church? Okay, for the record, uh, it was founded in Sydney, Australia, and it has churches and city centers in 28 countries. Jesus Christ. Again, I cannot ever be in, I cannot imagine being, I don't even, you know, you guys know my stance on churches these days anyway, but being a part of the chain church is <laughs> insane. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, back in the day, it was, <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> it's all supposed to be one body. We yes, we know, exactly. we know. Um, yeah, 
Do you, do you say your piece on these? You think you should um, be grouped up? Um, basically the same stance. Should get a demotion because can't have a pastor getting up to no good. Not a good example, but. Now, I don't necessarily want to spend too much time on this aspect of it, but do we see pastors as a higher being? The answer should be no. Okay, the, I mean, they should be more or less an example of how to apply the what they're teaching. But for mega church pastors, I think those are some most evil people ever. Let alone just actual criminals, but a lot of their tactics and deceit and a lot of them. All right, we don't gotta and... get into our, <laughs> hey, our. You you ask you ask. I'm asking. <laughs> okay, to keep it short. Do we? Is, any I'm just saying. I said say any man can be tempted, and any man can fall into temptation. Yes, but so if that's true, then you probably shouldn't be kicking somebody out of a role. But yeah. that's still if the or kick somebody of a church. Yeah. If you're church. leading the church, then it's implied that you're an example. It's implied that you're better than everybody else. Not that you're better, but that you're an example. You're gonna make mistakes, but and if you make a mistake, you should be forgiven. I'm just I'm I'm not trying to defend this guy too much. I'm not saying but... he shouldn't be forgiven, but to have a the figure of the church just sitting up there like nothing happened I don't know about that I mean obviously it's kind of an arbitrary thing because you could go back and forth as to what type of offense would warrant being demoted but I think that it isn't a great example if the past this pastor was doing foolishness and Nothing happened. That's just me. So, if I'm in the church, I can fall into temptation all day, every day, but the pastor can't. That's what y'all saying. I'm not just, saying just, you just can't clear. fall into temptation. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm clear. I'm not saying you can't fall into temptation. No, he's just but... gonna get demoted to your level. <laughs> Again, I'm I not. Think, I don't know how to handle demotions, but I uh, think the only reason for kicking someone out of a church let's get, let's get, let's, would let's, be let's. if they are a threat to the other members of the church. Yes. Otherwise, I think they should be, I mean, they, they should still remain in the church. But, mm. um, like you said, everybody falls into temptation, everybody sins, so uh, as long as you're not a threat to other people in the church, I think the person should be able to stay there. And but okay. you're not necessary if you have a rank of a pastor. Uh, I think the example has to be set that you know you you are you are. Uh, I don't want to say held to a higher standard. That's what y'all sound like. Though, I mean, you have to be perfect. <laughs> no, nah, you don't have to be perfect, but you can't do that. Honestly, I do think you need to be held to a higher standard. That's so... That's a human. It's just like you. But it's not like you because you're not the pastor. I'm but not anybody that's walking in the faith should be able to. No? 
But why? Why is he a pastor? Because he's a why is anybody? But let's not. Let's well, not I'm let's, not talking about him. Let's not keep I'm it on about in general. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying general. Why is a pastor a pastor? Because they have skills to teach, and they're um, keeping like the they can be they could be sociable, or whatever. But for the most part, I would think it'd be that they're in an example and an embodiment of what they're teaching, which was. That's what they should be, but in practice, as we briefly touched on, it definitely isn't the case, at least for these mega churches. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't, want, I don't want to keep on going back and forth about pastor maybe being Christ and whether it's fine. We maybe differ on that. He, you already asked the question once, but do y'all think there's any reason to kick somebody out of a church? Aside, I mean, maybe you can think. Go ahead. I agree. Yes. Yeah, I think it's it's about the body, and if you 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 have a, or the church has a responsibility to hmm. keep the flock safe, like we shouldn't have people that come in that are you know threaten other people's lives or livelihood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so hopefully we don't have to keep reiterating that, but unless you are like I said, a threat, there's any level of abuse going on. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I, I could see. Um, so if we all feel that way, um, give to the, the shits, then, uh, maybe when y'all can answer why we aren't currently in there. <laughs> anyone got the, anyone got the answer? <laughs> um, we, we be congregating together, but, uh, I haven't been inside church in, uh, I guess you can use the, the pandemic as an excuse. Yeah, anyone got the answer? I mean, from my perspective, at least, the... I don't think any would have had an answer. <laughs> the retellings of, of, to keep it vague, for the most part, the church that we were a part of, that we're not a part of anymore, the retellings of how that whole thing went down, it's kind of established more or less that the kicking people out essentially is not the right way to go about things but at the time I'll say at the t- well I guess at the time that I was in the church I think we were starting to get away from that whole idea of kicking people out but it was still prevalent in the past a lot more so than now and I think that the argument that was used was evil communications corrupt good manners and mm. if someone's that sounds like a good sinning then that by association is evil communications yeah. hey, but if, if you're in my ear saying hey that homegirl over there kind of bad maybe you should go cheat with her maybe <laughs> I'm and then I go spread it to him he goes spread it to uh, Oh, that's a wild example, but and I'm completely playing white devil's that advocating, but go on. Yeah, right. but um, I do like. I mean, I'm not gonna say the scripture's wrong, but saying that evil communications, everyone sins, so you could make the argument that everyone is in some form or fashion spreading that evil. I don't say spreading that evil, but is doing something wrong. So, 
to kind of make a distinction between what's a offense that's worthy of being kicked out for that is where things got into a gray area because again without going into detail there are um, brothers and sisters that have I mean, cheated the details cheated and they were <gasps> not let back into the church some did cheat and were let back into the church and this mm. did happen at different time frames i'm thinking of a few examples in my mind mm. but in both i'm not even talking from personal but from in both cases it was their spouse was also in the church so and they were the ones cheated on and you could make an argument we i guess we've already established that we aren't really with that kicking out but if you wanted to make an argument that people should be kicked out you could make an argument that that's an offense that's worthy of it but on the flip side if you got someone who's a drinker and gets up to some uh, wild stuff when they're drunk and they're abusing it then that's something that has I know that uh, certain brothers and sisters had issues with and it's essentially a put away the liquor and they're come on i'm not i'm not talking about when no i'm not saying like when they're in the church and they're drinking i'm saying like on their personal time where it's a problem that their family has to deal with Mm. no it's not saying like abuse or anything specifically but that's something that multiple case a lot more than the see we're getting we're getting to a cat we're getting to a situation where kind of gray areas like you was mentioning like yeah and in that they're case, not a threat inside the church but what if their character or actually outside of the church yeah, yeah and in those oh, cases yeah. it's mm. yeah it, it doesn't help them get better but that's that wasn't something that i think they got were kicked out for so but is it the church's obligation you you believe you scripturally you believe that to help them? Yeah. <laughs> I also just want to set the record straight. I don't I don't feel like I was kicked out. Um, I I definitely feel that for me, I left and didn't come back. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't really blame anybody for kicking me out. And in fact, I look at the situation, when I look at the situation, I, I look more inward than anything else. So I don't really have anything to say about the people who were in the church, still are. Um, and we're not, and we're definitely not here to bash anybody. Yeah, it's, it's still all introspective for me, so. so. Mm, I definitely, I definitely feel like we were going to, that would come up, the fact that we, we might feel that way. Um, and I'm not, I don't necessarily want to argue, but at the same time. Do you feel like if you did want to go back at any time, you'd be uh, welcome with open arms or whatever that expression is? I think I would, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about y'all. I, I, I'm good in the hood over here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for us, it'd be more like, I think if I were to go, it'd be kind of, like you were saying, be fine, but it's more so the association than 
And I guess you could say the same thing that me and my family wasn't kicked out. Yeah, I think that's what we all could all say. Yeah, but for me, I think I could, um, it'd be, I don't want to say, well, I say that, it'd be explanatory, like, um, so what we did, why we, why weren't we showing up? We don't have to to get into the, what the... How what would happen if we did? It would, it wouldn't be smooth. I I think that's fair to say. I don't know. Or uh, there would be, be conversation to be had. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd have to. It, it, it wouldn't just be you go sit down and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, good class. <laughs> <laughs> no. It would definitely be a conversation. Um, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on it? No, I mean, the environment. Well, not well, not necessarily change, but the environment became such an environment that you kind of didn't want to. Oh, I said we're not gonna bash nothing now. I'm just saying, like keeping the buck. If um, I think I think it's up to the yeah, it's up to the well, if you're not being kicked out, <laughs> it's up to the individual. And if the I, I feel like if any church starts to feel that um you know they have uh, if it seems it feels more like a control thing that's what it is mm-hmm. if they can tell you oh we're gonna be able to kick you out or we're kicking you out or we can kick you out or we can say if you leave we're not gonna communicate with you we can do these things that are I don't, don't want to interrupt you but that's a good point we, we would all Probably leaning more on the side of we are choosing not to go back, but if the church and the members of the church aren't actively doing anything to reach out to you, do you, you see, we would still say that it's your choice. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, feel from what I see, it's a form. Though it's a form of. Um, and well, you didn't get into why either. But I want to say. I didn't say anything. No, I, I just want to say that type of thing is, especially if you're connected to the church in the way that we were which is it is a form of you know, manipulation to say we're not going to talk to you anymore because obviously it's either we stay or you lose those you know those connections that you value so um so i mean the, the yeah while it is your choice it was there was still an aspect of um i don't wanna, i don't know if i want to say coercion but like there's, there's a there's a barrier there, um, and when you make that decision, you're basically uh, making the decision to lose those connections as well as um, as not physically being in the church. Mm. So, which is not necessarily the decision you wanted to make. Um, there may have been people or you know things that you still wanted to be connected to, but could no longer be in the church. So. I don't know. There's that aspect to it too. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's like a a nice positive wrap up to this. Um, and to be honest, I don't. Going back to the original off story, I don't even know if we'll, this is like the latest story. For all I know, he might be back in the church, and they might have forgiven him, which would be very different from what we are experiencing. But um, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I think we all agree that there's not there's very few but very serious reasons to kick somebody um, out of a church. I think we might still be up in the fence on you know, some of the gray areas. Uh, but I do. I think we all agree that the church should do as much as possible. I mean, the church is a, supposed to be a family, a, like one body, like one interest. So if you see your brother going astray or your sister going astray, um, whether it's inside the church or outside the church, look, uh, hopefully you would try to do everything you can. Um, and obviously have some level of discretion with that. But yeah, I don't know. And I like to, I usually like to say, like salute to somebody, <laughs> but I don't know. There's anything really salute. I salute to all the brothers and sisters that that don't necessarily have a church, um, but they have people that they can connect with and you know still feel like they are a part of um, the church or of one body. Not just scripture signs out to the church. And um, I also do hope you know. Also, you got to throw this that. Even though it's very hard to imagine, I do hope that one day Israel can come to a point where there's no division. That, that, wouldn't that be great? That's what I want. Um, because even before we, you know, start, you know, uh, going, you know, fellowship with the congregation, it was not hard to see that there was some level of division. Amongst other church, other churches, amongst other other brothers in different cities, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think um, specifically to Israel, if there is one message that gets out, if it does get out, um, we all need to make we all need to make conscious. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. Strides to stop the division and. If possible, you know, come together. Obviously, that might be asking for way too much, but I don't see. I honestly don't see how you can be in the faith. Being, <laughs> we all have the same goal, and I've been saying this for years, so it's not nothing controversial. It just, it just uh, it's always been a wild con- concept to me that we can have so much division, so much different churches. But it's fine. Let's keep going right along. This is more of a story you brought to the table, Wes, but um, I did go through the article a bit, and I do have some questions from it based off of it. I don't know what's your... Uh, this has been a minute. <laughs> it has been a minute, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, one and two. So, and this is particularly interesting because we... I've talked about this multiple times over. Again, I'll just say the statement before I even get to the, what the topic and the headline is. But um, for me, for my, for myself, and for many other people, it is not uncommon for us to go our entire grade school, junior high school, middle school, whatever you want to call it, and high school career, if you even call it a career, without ever learning about topics such as slavery, the civil rights movement just black history altogether. It's, it's not in history books, and if it, and if it is, we completely skip over those chapters. We get... Mind you, we do talk about Civil War, so I don't know how we breeze over slavery so easily, but we do. Um, 
in the I'm not gonna say this word right. What is that? What's that document that Abraham Lincoln signed? Emancipation Proclamation. Yes, I know my mouth's gonna happen because those were together. But yeah, we learned about that as well. We learned all those things, but we never get enslaved. And even if we do, it's, it's always the the neat, you know. Uh, they just talk about the triangle slave trade, and they don't really talk about what uh, black people have to really deal with. Um, and even though some people not might not believe that, it's obviously has to be true to some capacity because, according to this uh, article from CNN.com, uh, Connecticut will be the, become the first state to require high schools to offer black and Latino studies um, in fall of 2020. Um, and it just goes on to an article just goes on to read beginning of fall of 2022 Connecticut require high schools high schools to offer African American Black Puerto Rican and Latino studies becoming the first state in the nation to do so so this is obviously something new that they are now starting to implement Connecticut Governor Ted Lamont made the announcement Wednesday after signing the law Public Act 1912 last year the law requires high schools to include an elective course of studies at the high school level that provides students with a better understanding of African-American, Black, Puerto Rican, so and so on and so forth, contributions to U.S. history, society, economy, and culture, <laughs> according to the news release. Uh, though high schools may are required to offer the course, students will not be required to take it. Mm, it might be kind of controversial whether they should or not, but, um, the change comes as school districts across the country pay more attention to diversifying K-12 curriculums as communities assess what history is taught in schools and what is left out, i.e., they don't teach you about none of the, they don't teach you about, they don't teach you about nothing. I guess they don't teach you about slavery. They don't teach, they, they teach, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to even tell you what they teach. We're going to watch a quick video that demonstrates exactly what they teach. <laughs> so today in class we'll be learning all about black history. So write down that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, Martin Luther King, he had a dream, and moving on to Anne Frank. So it all started in 1939, back in World War II, when... Oh. Yes, Mark. Is that it for black history, or...? Oh yeah, Rosa Parks said no. Don't forget that one, that's important. So yeah, like I was saying, back in 1939, at the start of uh, World War II, uh, and that's all we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just touch everything. <laughs> Man, this artist boy—they are—they don't miss. Um, but yeah, yeah. And when I first saw this, I was, the first thing that came to my mind is it—is it a joke? If it's really kind of what happened, um. But yeah, so I, I mean, this is a, seems like a net good. Again, maybe it's debatable if it should be required or not. Um, but I guess the question that comes to my mind is, um, do y'all think this was this will actually be beneficial? And more specifically, do you think it would have um, maybe encouraged y'all? Maybe not. This may not be applicable. Some of y'all, some of y'all say y'all did learn about a lot of this stuff, but you, you, you think this would encourage y'all to be more invested in history, I guess, or in school. Again, this may not be applicable, but yeah, what do you, what do y'all think? For me, I'm one of the people who 
did learn about black history in school. And I, yeah, I don't have any gripes about it. Probably because it was in the curriculum. Maybe it wasn't a focus, but it was like as we went through history, if black figures were in it or, you know, slavery, obviously we went over. Um, Wait, how could you not talk about it if you're talking about U.S. history? Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, schools I was in did a good job with that. Um, I don't think it, it it didn't change or well I mean obviously I had it so I, I can't really say what it would have been like if I hadn't but I don't think it necessarily changed how much I was invested in history in general general or black history itself I don't think it really had much of an effect pretty much like I mean elementary school and high school junior high are kind of a lot of fluff anyway so you don't, you, you don't even really retain a lot of that stuff um, but yeah uh, I don't know as far as will it change things for kids now um, if they're black, like me probably not <laughs> that's what I'm thinking like this is all this is like a dope uh, concept but I'm just thinking I'm just trying to put myself in the situation obviously well the for, for me I've always you know tried to be on my my black power-ish as much as possible. So, even though we weren't learning about it, I was definitely in the, in the classrooms talking about Mount Malcolm X and when he, he be in this part of the history book. But, um, but that was only, like, from times where I was, like, up and actually awake and invested in school. I don't think, I don't, I'm just putting myself in history. I don't know, necessarily know if I would have been getting all A's when it came to, like, you could have, the test could be full of black history figures. I probably still would have got that C. I'm just I'm saying. Well, the question is, with an elective, would you have elected today? Oh, where's mine? Because that would have been where everybody is, is popping at. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that would have been the lit class. <laughs> Hopefully they would have had an actual black teacher teaching it as well. Exactly. You can't have Mrs. I don't even know what her white name is, but it has to be a black teacher. We couldn't have even filled a classroom full of black and Latino students. So, so I don't know if I would have necessarily even taken it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I don't think the te- I don't think the teacher would have been. Yeah. Maybe Latino. I probably wouldn't have in it. I would. Well, it's kind of where we went to school. It exactly. Was basically, a bunch of white kids. So if I, if I had the option, I would be like, almost in my me. mind. Yeah, <laughs> I already know this. Yeah. <laughs> y'all would have. Y'all. y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that reminds me of a little joke about like uh, when you're in a diversity meeting and you're the diversity. <laughs> oh man, um, Ghost as the person that was uh, homeschool, if you don't mind me putting that out there. What, what's your take on this? Um, I mean, from the public school I did go to. Yeah, my bad. I'm just pointing you in homeschool all your yeah. life. Um, I learned basically no black history. I did know black history, but that was mostly because of my parents teaching me. And actually, there was an African-American studies elective that I did take. And it wasn't really history. In high school? No, middle school. Oh. But, um, it was, it was good. I... It wasn't like I didn't learn a whole lot, I would say. 
that I didn't already know, but there was a black teacher, which was dope. I don't think there was a white kid in there. I, there might have been a white kid in there the first class, and I think they changed electives after. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I might be just making that up, but I feel like that's uh, I like happened. that story, though. <laughs> but um, do I think it would make a difference if there was a required class? It depends how it's taught, because I have a feeling that a lot of it would be just like a normal history class, and that this happened, yeah. and it's completely isolated from what black people go through today, no. so it just becomes like rote memorization and taking down dates and stuff, and there's no real connection to current circumstances. Oh, I mean, there's of course, every time you talk about the Holocaust, then there's a whole long uh, discussion and thing about how this affected Jewish people, but I have a feeling that it would not be the case like that for Black and Latino studies. And would, you say, would you say you got more of that, more like Holocaust kind of stuff? Oh, 100%. Damn. No, I'm, I'm talking about you. Uh-huh. There was an entire, like, World War Two and all that encompass. Fam, we, first of all, we saw that movie about Anne Frank. Salute to Anne Frank. I... <laughs> not gonna, we're not gonna we're not gonna start back in Frank. We saw that we saw that movie. We saw mad movies about just the concentration camps. Come on, dog. Was working the boards. We saw we saw mad movies about the war, like World War Two and everything that happened in Europe. That was a dedicated. That was might be yeah, half had, the year. Like you had to read multiple books. There was Night by Eli Weasel, and there was a Diary of Anne Frank were the two main ones that they made. You exactly, read. like I. Chat bar for bar, and I, I can read it. And I'm not here. We're not here to necessarily compare about you know what, like that stuff sh- should be taught, and they can continue doing that. It's just the fact that there was there's none. There were none of what you know Black History was about. Um, just saying for perspective. Yeah, I mean that's just interesting because I mean we have. I, it feels like we had a pretty balanced. I mean. Yeah, I'm definitely not here to say all schools are like this. It definitely. Enough schools are like that for them to start needing to implement some actual laws for it to be at did least you, a choice. Did you watch any films? <sighs> the one Martin Luther King. The, oh <laughs> my gosh, yes, sir. My friend Martin, I think is what it's called. <laughs> that cartoon, they, every year on the year, Martin Luther King's Day, they oh. play that movie, and I love That's a classic. That's a whole classic. From, from elementary school all the way to high school, they played that. And it was great every time. Salute to the actors that played that movie. Yes, that was the blackest film we probably watched. I watched um, Amistad and Mississippi Burning. Mm. You watched Mississippi Burning? Yeah. Yeah, maybe your curriculum wasn't that bad. Oh, shit, okay. There's a... uh, (laughs) All right. What is it called? (laughs) Mockingbird film? Does that count as a... Kill a Mockingbird. Nah, that I mean, it's related. Yeah, it, yeah, does, it's, it doesn't really count. Oh, no. they, yeah, that's pretty heavy, actually. Yeah, I mean... They don't make you read it and watch it. I don't... Racist I, I, I don't think we watched it. I yeah, think yeah. We, we read it. It, it wasn't part of... First of all, that was in... Fr- yeah, that was in English. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's yeah, in yeah, English. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Have y'all... Or did y'all learn about Trail of Tears in your curriculum at all? Yeah. Start talking about how much time is spent on Native Americans. Um, I'm trying to think. Did we did we get a a good share? I don't think we got a good share of Native American history as well. Hmm. I think so. I get it. We're not here to compare. It says something about that at the end of this article. But they're looking at doing it for Native American. 
They really should. They really should. They, they could have been. I feel like uh, I got right. I know about Squanto. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, they need yeah. to teach you the real story about Pocahontas. They they tell them True. some lies about Pocahontas. Although though. it is in the book, usually I think. I think. Nah, nah. They, nah, they say think, John know, Smith not, yeah. and Pocahontas, and they don't they, go into damn near made us watch Pocahontas the Disney movie. <laughs> um. But that kind of leads into my side question. Do y'all think in this course that they will be providing? In 2020, by the way, why does it take two years? Because story came out in 2020. Why does it take two years to put together a black history curriculum? That's maybe... I mean, it takes a while to put together a curriculum regardless. Uh, I can give you a, a good history in five minutes. Nah, something that has to be widespread, taught by every teacher. All right, I can all right, see all right, that. All right, all right. The, my question is, do y'all think they'll be giving a real... Or do y'all think? I mean, you kind of, you kind of like me. I think, yeah, I think we nah. think they're they're not gonna be showing that real, real, like just that real, real. Like even our uh, Chris Rock had like a an interview recently. Where he was talking about like he he doesn't like like still watching civil rights movies and things like that because they don't even like even some of the movies that come out don't really give that real truth about the fact that the conditions that black people went through, not even. What, seventy years ago? But yeah, <clears throat> y'all gonna believe in that real history? I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think about it in that sense because I feel like we we know. It's not about us. I I know I I get it, but I'm saying like I don't necessarily. It's it keeps you on your toes. That's what it does. But as far as, like, thinking, oh, you know, I mean, I guess it, you know, it would be, it is frustrating to see something that's not accurate, but at the same time, I don't think that would be my reason for not wanting to see certain things, I think it should just what happen, but I just doubt, I have my doubts. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I I mean, I... Which I shouldn't, because they give you the real history when it comes to other, like, what happened I saw. I know how bad the concentration camps were. I know but that. There's there's levels to it though, cause like going back to the Holocaust again, there's a lot of atrocities in history, and the level to which stuff was covered doesn't compare, cause I mean it's a big event that happened to them. Um, I I can't think. I don't know a history buff. I don't know like a like a a genocide that occurred off the top of my head. I'm not. But I know there were. Some I'm not speaking to the. I mean, again, we don't want to compare. I'm not speaking to like the graphic nature. No, of it. I know. I'm. I'm just saying, even, you can tell what really happened. I know, not even like graphic nature, but a lot of the times it's um, the scale. There was a um, this dictator um, ruled from the 1670 to 1697. The dictator was the U.S. society. <laughs> I'm just speaking in general, like world history. And this dictator ruled, and X amount of people died. And that's all they say. Like, yeah. there's no detail. But meanwhile, for the Holocaust, you got um, pictures, you got movies, you got all this detail. And I'm going to be honest. When I see X amount of people died, I don't want to say I don't care, but I don't. It doesn't impact me. Yeah, you're disconnected from it. You're just, yeah, it's, 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 just it's just a fact. Yeah. And compared to Holocaust stuff, like, it's gruesome, a lot of the stuff that they show, 
and in some cases it can have a lasting impact and do I think that for black and Latino history that they will show anything not again not to say it has to be so graphic but it has to be real will they show the real uh probably not and a lot of kids will see it and it'll be just another class and it won't yeah not to say every it has to be a life-changing thing completely impact the way you look at things but it should have some lasting memory or effect and somebody will probably learn something they didn't know before yeah my history teacher. Like, it's not going to be a bad thing, but I don't think it'll... If they teach it the way I think they're going to teach it, I don't think it'll have a big effect. I don't know if there'll be a follow-up to the story, but I would be interested. Because when I see this, I feel like... Are you going to get into the real... They, they, they obviously have to talk about the Black Panther Party, but are you going to get into the Do they? That's something I don't think they will. I think they're not going to talk about all that Black Wall Street and how that was... They dismantled. Won't talk, they won't talk about Black Wall Street. They won't talk about the. Um, Again, maybe you shouldn't say what they want, but I. Yeah, you, the stuff that you know they want, like um, Reagan and the Reagan laws and the whole the, them peddling drugs in the inner city. Yeah, no, they will yeah. not. There's no, absolutely no way they're gonna talk about that. And there's no. And way. speaking to again current, I don't expect them to really, you know, you know, explain how it impacts people today, but. They didn't even talk about the 94 crime bill. Now that affected black people. Redlining. They won't talk about that. Oh, man. Black people have such a sense of history. Um, it's crazy that the only reason is that they don't want people get, getting radicalized. <laughs> like, oh, man. This goes back to the movie. <clears throat> you know what's watching. interesting is that we're all we're talking about all negative stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are, there's definitely a lot of positives, like black inventors and yep. hidden figures. Literally, we, we, we most people wouldn't have known if not for that movie. Yeah, the um, black aviators. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of good things that people have done that's in American history, but the vast majority has been negative. So I think first All right, we don't want to put too much time. I think yeah, I think we all. <laughs> You gotta talk about that as well. I think we all, I think we all agree this is good. Hopefully, it's implemented in a way that actually gets to the truth. But it will. That's another story. Um, last thing on it though, with so much we like in the little we just talked about, those are already like you could have a whole course on a lot on a lot of topics. That being said, do you think it makes sense to? I mean, it doesn't sound like it's gonna be a African American. And Latino, it's not like they're going to have a curriculum for. for one, you mean put it all in one? Yeah. Do you think that's a good idea? And I, we're not, we're all family. I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't get Hispanic brothers any differently. But if you, if the black, if the Black Panther Party chapter is kind of small, and then they get get into the Puerto Rican Revolution. The question Dang, is, Haiti, the Haiti Haitian Revolution. Oh, that's too much history. They can't do it all. The question is, yeah, do are they are they, yeah, how are they weaving them or are they weaving them? I don't. It's as there are some commonalities in the history that could be. I feel like there's a way you could do it. Like you could draw parallels. Yeah, take yeah, take out all that. And by the yeah, way, yeah, y'all y'all apparently had y'all apparently. Well, I don't know if y'all learned about like redlining. But y'all, or Haitian Revolution and all that, but 
Um, you'll learn. You'll you'll find you out of your balance. And maybe scale. Yeah, but I'm saying we didn't. I mean, and scale back. I couldn't. I couldn't say that we had a. Oh, okay. A Latino maybe that's what they're trying to fill in. Yeah. Education. Yeah, because I mean, all I'm thinking of is American history and all that stuff. True. Hmm. Yeah. Which is all I took. I didn't really take any. I took world history in seventh grade, but. Oh, yeah, we didn't really learn anything about. Yeah, in terms of like the states, he, I, I guess he, like I guess he talked about some of the stuff that happened along with Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Um, well, they talked about um, South America. No, not South America. Puerto, Puerto Rico. You learn what happened in Puerto Rico. Well, you learn about Cuban Missile Crisis, but that's kind of adjacent. That's not even, yeah. yeah. And two, another thing that would come up is that people would say you're talking about Cuban and Latino, not Cuban, but talking about black and Latino history. What about, um, as we already kind of discussed, the Native American history? They said they're working on that one, too. Oh, they did? They did. And I, again, I feel like... There'll be some cultures that feel like they're being left out regardless. I mean, if you're white... But I mean, to be fair too, like I learned a lot about Native Americans. I'm to be say fair, that. we're in America, even if it's kind of blanketed. So yeah, I mean, only cultures that are I mean, like immigrant relevant, like immigrant cultures, and like they'll be yeah, but it's not as prominent, but they'll definitely be. You, you people you, I had a course in high school. I mean, uh, in college called like something about immigration. Actually, it was something about your uh, technically a literature course, but. Yeah, you talk about different, Ameri- I mean, you talk about different immigration, um, or di- different immigrant groups in, in America, and you could have one class for that, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I don't think it would be really unfair. We learn about Ellis Island and regular history. Man. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, 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 not, saying, here to, like, I'm not here to cave. I'm not here to cave for I'm just saying, yeah. The, the anybody else right now. The fundamental uh, groups and cultures in America are the, you know, generally white people, black people, and Hispanic people, I would say. Sure. Not to exclude anybody or sound crazy. I mean, na- Native, <laughs> Native Americans. I'm just, I'm just saying, in American history, those groups... Sorry, Native Americans should be first. But those groups, obviously, Black people. are have an outsized role in Amer- what is called American history. Yeah. They're excluded by everybody. Call, name one... <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look how offensive we get. Getting canceled all the first. Hey man, it's weird. it is what it is. Salute to all the future name, Asian name listeners. An Asian politician in history. Andrew Yang. Who's Andrew Yang? <laughs> you can't go back more than four years. <laughs> Let me not. That's yeah, my boy was ahead of the curve offensive. with the checks, and the people <clears throat> laughed him out the park, and. That, mm. But of course, you know you had Japanese internment. You had all those. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're not a history not podcast. We need that. Y'all, people that know the history, you know it exists. All we're saying is that hopefully they teach more young kids about Black history. That's it. But yeah, good stuff. Keep keep going through it. 
That's too much. <laughs> that ain't nothing you can bang out in a fall semester. They should give out those hats. I don't know, what do you call them? The hats? Y'all know the ones that they put on. They put on people when you're being black conscious. A kufi. <laughs> <laughs> they should go with those hats. I love those hats. I'm gonna get one. Just for, just for the, the, the memes and music. And this is a hot take, but you got to somewhere in that class talk about Dr. Mar Johnson. Don, Don, <laughs> so it's Dr. Mar Johnson. Um, but moving along, uh, maybe it should have been first since it's such a quick shenanigan story. Um, but let's just go through it. It's a, this has, this has nothing to do with the ever evolving Tory Lanez, Meg the Stallion story, but if. Anyway, I I don't I don't even remember what my question here was, but anyway, so this this happened what December, so not too long ago, December twenty twenty, I should say. So in this kind of like you have to actually go through like the, the second post for it to make sense, but um, it's safe to say that there's a good portion of the public that's not the biggest fans of Tory Lanez right now. Um, I think all of us included. Um, you have a, you have a train too? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's a group, there's a population that's not a big fan of Tory Lanez, partly because the music is not that great, partly because of the people who believe you shot Megan. Either way, um, people are very vocal about their dislike for Tory Lanez, um, including this one sister on uh, this one person. You know, I don't know who it is. I believe it's a sister. Anyway, this one person posted. <clears throat> Most of Tory Lanez fans are arguing today, so this is a question that was arguing with Tory Lanez fans. Please, please, anybody, don't spend your time arguing with somebody that's a fan of somebody. If they're a fan of somebody, there's nothing you can say to make them not a fan of somebody. Especially if they're a fan of somebody, you can make them trash. Now, most of t- most of the Tory Lanez Tory fans I argued with today brought up my GoFundMe me talking about I'm broke and my dad hates me. There's a lot of bad stuff there, so let's just not really p- focus on that. But the second I said, if it's a problem, I have a GoFundMe, donate, and I will no longer have it, it got quiet as F. You see the problem? So, this person was obviously going back for Tory, Tory Lanez fans, and people on the internet will definitely uh, do a little <coughs> digging to see if you have any dirt that they can use. And obviously, she had a GoFundMe link in her uh, bio, and maybe even some ish about her dad not being the... Anyway... So they they clowned her. Well, I thought it was a clever comment. There's no there's no problem. <laughs> like the the comment was clever, and she should have said that. But she acts like it's like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like people can people don't have to donate. Like or people can clown her and do things. Yeah, it just comes off of begging to me. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. She's just saying. Well, we don't know what the go for me was. Maybe I'm, I'm not even. I don't do know the thing. reasons for it. I'm, I'm just saying, saying the fact that you bring it up and say that people aren't donating to it like they should be. That's the yeah, implication yeah. I got. Like they should. Yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. She's well, so, but it's not because they brought it up. Yeah, she's saying but she's saying if you're clowning me for having a go for me link, 
then if y'all give me some money, I won't have to go from you. That's some trash yeah, logic. I'm saying that's, that's not, real logic. Don't, I'm, I'm not cute. <laughs> I'm saying it's a good comeback. It's bad logic. It's not a good comeback. It is a good comeback. I don't even. Think it's the only comeback you can. I mean, it's, yeah. There's not much else you could say. What are you gonna say? Yeah, that's the. Delete your Twitter. Twitter. It's a, yeah, it's, it's an comeback. ideal comeback. But when she says you see the problem as if, <laughs> as if she's she's yeah, got like, him. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yes, we agree. She's like no, um, really, and I don't even know. So, no, I don't even know what the full order is. I don't know if the second part, the the, the one after that is. I know it's not even good for a visual podcast, but I'm not going to even read all of it. The moral of the story is she put this out, and then Tory Lanez himself responded to it and said, "The problem is they don't know you, just like you don't know me." But today, f it. I'll help you out. Send me your cash up and I'll send you the money you need to get rid of the GoFundMe. LOL, you lucky I have a big heart. And then if you look at the timeline, it was repeated that he actually did drop uh, 2500 in her GoFundMe and she went right back on the timeline and proceeded to say, Toriland Music is still trash in my opinion. I appreciate him for giving me the much needed funds, but I stand on my opinion what you thought. <laughs> I love this whole story. So, her, she damn lying. Her damn begging little tweet. I'm, I'm in disbelief. This is the best. Um, this is a hilarious. Story. I don't even really know what the question to gain from this. Um, good for sis. Like, <laughs> that's all you, I gotta I say. Clear she that out that account real quick. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how GoFundMe go works. I, no, he sent it to the cash app. Oh, the cash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got no problem with what um, she did. Nah, I mean... She complained, <laughs> she whined, yeah, but she shouldn't have been complaining in the first place. And then she got the bag. It's still stuff by her. There's salute to her. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was I just, so happy that the sequence was like... I guess, if anything... Yeah, what do we think of this move? And do y'all... Integrity. So, so this is so this, so this is a this is a win for Tory. Well, no, 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 no. Well, I don't really. I mean, I'm for Tory. I feel like somebody. I feel like it's a not neutral not, not just giving somebody money, yeah, giving a hater. Money. Yeah, exactly. Neutral. Neutral. Hater okay, neutral. it's neutral because I on the surface it is a good thing that he gave him money. I feel like he did it more so to for clout for, and for buzz. Yeah, for his image for yeah, buzz because he made sure to. Well, I don't know. Let me before I say this. I don't know if he was just like a DM or if he like tweeted. No, this is on the timeline. Okay, so he, he tweeted re- to he her. Re- he retweeted yeah. her. Post. Yeah, the fact that he did that and then he added in that you don't know the real me. That just makes it seem like he's just doing this to get a buzz and to get some notoriety and just bring light to the situation, which it ended up doing. So I mean, True. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna hate him. Say it's a bad thing that he did it, but I'm not gonna. Keep on the praises. But. True, 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 true. For me, it's weird because like I like the move. I especially, I was talking about like if I would ever like really be in, I I definitely like this kind of philanthropy. I think that's how you say it. Like just giving out you know cash to random folks on the timeline, yeah. um, even people that might be hating on you. I think like for some of the reasons you mentioned, because it's Tory, because he already has the not so great image right now. This does look like, and I don't really like using the term, but clout chases, chasing-ish. Um, and the fact that he, I mean, he could have just sent it to her. He could have did this privately. Yeah, and he could have sent the message to her privately, and no one would have known about it. 
but it would have got across to her if that was the intent. Maybe she would have went back on timeline and said, hey, this N-word gave me some money. Ha-ha. Yeah, it is I possible, but I feel like she responded to her last tweet in the way that she did because people were, after they saw what he did, they were responding to her saying, damn, look at you. You got money from the person you're hating on that you don't think is you just trash. Again, I'm, this is assuming. You kind of do got to give her some points because even though she, she probably believe she shot her, Megan shot her. He, she, she's more so talking about his music. Um, so you got to give her some props for holding on to that opinion. And I, again, I think we all feel a similar way, but um, I, I don't know. We, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. Uh, would you, what, what would y'all do in the situation if y'all were? Would y'all do the same for y'all, Tori? Oh, Tori? Yeah. I wouldn't have tweeted out the timeline. I said, I think you said too much. Like you really just say <laughs> cash app. Wait, did all she the, even say the, that she doesn't like him, or she just said his music? Because he said the, like you don't know him. Yeah, the, yeah. The first initial. That's that's interesting. The first initial thing that she. Well, I guess she didn't say music. From the, I'm well, yeah, it's our, a tour, so maybe she just stated online. But I don't know how this whole. I don't even know how this whole thing could have started. She was like, you saw, you see somebody say. Yeah, Tori Lane's new music is fire, and then you respond to it and say, no, it's not. And yeah, then, she, or she could have just said a tweet that Tori's trash, she's with Meg 100%. Ah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would have given her any money. That's <laughs> I would, the, I would, that, I would, that I would have responded, and I would have given her money, which is probably a net negative. Right. Well, you got to go. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just Or you could just donate to it. I'm, I'm not donating anything. The reason like, being, um, if I was going to give people random random people money like that or not random people I would have to give everybody like like no you just do it at your discretion I mean okay I, I guess I should say I don't know if I would give her money because I don't know if I would have yeah paid any attention to it yeah I like mean, I might have wanted to give money to somebody else what if, like, it yeah, if you're gonna give money to someone why give if it, it caught my attention I might just keep scrolling I mean I don't know what she yeah, said I'm not, I'm, you said you're trash know. <laughs> what no like take take this out of Tory Lanez. Let's put you you got a you're eating, and somebody comes at you for whatever reason they they don't like y'all, but I and it catches your attention and you are feeling like you let me let, let me let me one up this person that's they're, they're nah. trashing me. Put some money in their bank account. No, because they not. Nah, what I would have done is I'm not saying anything. Oh. I'm saying to myself, damn, you suck. You were hating on me. You broke as hell. And I would have Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm not going to say that to them. Like I'm not going to send a message to them. I'm just going to think it to myself. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm moving on. That's all I'm doing. Nah, I mean, I don't, it wouldn't be necessarily. Like, I wouldn't do anything out of spite. It's just. Well, yeah, maybe I want to give two, 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 what is it, 2.5k to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, give it to someone who's not or a hater. You see a fan of yours, you're like, just damn, I never broke with their fan. If I had negative PR like him, <laughs> I, I don't know. But I don't think, I would ne- definitely, I think he's a little too much. He should have just said, where's your cash out? Well, I got By the way, we talked about how he talked before. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, said, yeah. he talks a lot. Oh, you lucky I got a big heart. Yeah, if he said, what's your cash up? I got you. Then that's kind of like, that's a little more, that's like a little dig at you. But at the same time, you're not going to spin the See, that's what he should have done right there. Because then it's a little slick. And you can't say that it's hating. But at the same time, that would have been respectable, honestly. So, again, I'm trying to get away from this. But So, the girl got the W? Yes. 
You got the money. But people are still clowning. People are still clowning her online. Who cares? She, she got, got money. Two point five k. She got paid. What? <laughs> I don't get clowned online for two point five. But all money, like all of a day. But all money is not good money. If some, if somebody spits on the money and throws it at you, get out of here, man. If it's the if how much money, why you it off? Obviously, if you're thinking logically, yeah, she got the W. But it would. How would it have looked if she returned it and be like, nah, I don't need it? No. I mean, she needed she, it. She would have got, she 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 got, got, got clout, but at the end of the day, she's still broke. She I know, I know. I, part of me thinks that if she had said, nah, I, I'm not expecting, I'm not accepting all all money. I, I'd rather be broke. That's just stupid. Nah, because, like, that's just being I don't proud. know if she even hated him that already much. already has the GoFundMe <laughs> up. It's too late to be proud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I, I, I don't know if I want to I mean, if, if, if she said, you know, this is a despicable man who has no morals. And <laughs> yeah, if you like, I, that, if, I guess, you know, if you that. say, like, this man is not worth anything, blah, 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 then you yeah. probably couldn't be, like, taking his Dang. money. Yeah. But... If you're just saying, you know, his music is trash, because that's what she said after. Yeah. If you, if she's just saying, you know, his music is trash, and I don't really care for him, and even if, I don't know how she's saying on the mid thing, but yeah, it, it doesn't, that doesn't warrant, I won't take a penny from this man, because he's just so despicable. That right there, and again, I didn't mean to spend too much time on this, but I guess that is a good question. Is, are we accepting, if there's, no, there's nothing attached to it, you get, you get the cash. Are you accepting cash from any source, even if the source is evil? I don't. I, I'm, I can't think of a well, good example. Like a, I don't want to say a drug deal would be dramatic, but illegal. This is legal. So it's legal. Legal. If uh, again, this is going to be a bad example, but if uh, Trump, <laughs> I took money from Trump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Maybe. If a mega church pastor. Oh, you are the only one in that boat, by the way. <laughs> I I can't think of a good antagonist, uh, but yeah, if, if somebody who deem a bad person, Jeff get, Bezos. I I'm saying that jokingly because I know a lot of bad people. On yeah, side. maybe I don't know. You, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that jokingly because people hate him. No, I know so people rich. hate all rich people. Kind of going in over there. Oh. Um. Yeah, I can't think of a good example, so... It's luck. <laughs> oh, I, I see a little... Well, if, if I don't see him. I don't even wait, 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 wait. If it's digital, if he's sending oh it to me God. digitally, I might... I mean, if it's cash app or something, but if it's something strange... That's a whole conversation. Oh, wait, because you're concerned about privacy? <laughs> yeah, you remember he was trying to make a, a coin? <laughs> he shouldn't be allowed to make a coin. Now, he cannot make a coin. I don't Living care if someone a, steals my info. Care. I'm gonna be honest. Like you can, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, that's a whole conversation in itself. Let me think. I do care. About I okay. About who do we consider a bad person? I was just listening to something. They said um, the Rhodes Scholar, what was the, the whatever Rhodes Scholar scholarship? Yeah. It was funded by some guy who was like intensely racist. <laughs> there we go. There we go. If you got money from a white but, bigot, ass but bigot. someone who received the scholarship money. said. I can't think of a better way to to get to back yeah, exactly. to this so you guys, so you guys to take the money yeah. because he never wanted me to have it in the first place. I definitely no, I, I hear that a lot. I get it. I I feel like there's a part of me 
I think I'm always gonna accept the cash. I think so because the way it kind of depends though. Is the are you getting like let's say if you were to go scholar, the money dirty? No, not not no, it's dirty. not dirty. I'm, I'm it's saying legal. If, it's, if it's if it's interpersonal or if it's like them giving you directly. Like if you were that road scholar, if I was a road scholar, I'm taking the money. But if that racist the dude was, was to it. your the, giving it out to your face, oh he's dead. Okay. Oh, who cares? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying if he was alive. Yeah, I'm talking about he, alive. If, so, if a white bigot, devil, white I devil. That makes it better. Then he, he can see you yeah, receive yeah. the scholarship. <laughs> oh, but he tells you. <laughs> I'm not talking about scholarship. I'm talking about he. he give, like that, give me a cash up. Didn't you post a picture of do, uh, dude selling um, uh, MAGA yeah. hats or something? That would oh, go yeah, right yeah, into yeah, that yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is like that. Yeah, I wish you had the article we pull up real quick. Um, so you, so you, so y'all taking it? I guess I'm taking it too. It, it's yeah. As long as it's on the up and up legal, I don't think I need. I think there's a probably a good group of people that's gonna look at us and think we're crazy. The thing the is, the thing <laughs> is too. Like, I don't know if this is the. It's probably the majority. I don't know if it's the good opinion. You have to put in the the, the caveat that you can't be. Uh, uh, like blackmail with the money, like they can't. No, no, they can't it's, hold it's, over no, there's no strings attached. Yeah, no strings attached. Yeah. And it's legal. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. going Ooh, to your. Okay, account. I have a, another wrinkle. If you're the owner or the president, or whatever the company you work for is intensely racist, they still alive and kicking. They say, "Oh, I hate black people." X Y Z. Would you still? Would you have any problem at all getting that paycheck? Working for them and essentially making them money. Well, I kind of assume uh, white yeah, people in positions to be white devils. <laughs> uh, if I if I know, and I mean if 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 like an incident like what happened to Donald Sterling, if that, yeah. if if he gets caught and and they let him be there, I'm I'm out. I'm, I'm gonna find another place. But maybe I, maybe that's a very cocky answer, but I don't think I would. I would stay. When I, when I know I can, I'm relatively comfortable with that I can get another shot. That's me. But. Yeah, that is another wrinkle. You gotta be I'm secure. It might depend on... What do you say? Well, yeah, it definitely depends on what the person said, but it also depends on the size of the With company. With Donald Trump? Depends on the he size said of the something company about, to me. What did he say? I think you're um, talking about the, the team players. I don't know if he... Yeah, he, just, he didn't call them monkeys. He called them... Nappy headed. <laughs> no, it no, was something. It was like I'm saying. This is recent. Right? This this is like a few years yeah, ago. Like, but I'm saying it's more yeah, recent yeah, yeah. than that. That was like 2009 or 8. That was. Uh, what did he say? Be honest, man. I forget his name. Sorry, what did you say again? If you would depend on circumstances and the size of the company, I think. The size of your company. The company you work for. Yeah, I don't know him either, but he better he's not get, he better not get caught on tape saying some racist ish. Man, them guys, I feel like there's been a few in the past few years. Like, I don't, I don't think it's that. I don't know. Again, they got out of him. There's it's a little not, bit of roasting. Oh yeah, I mean somebody should remove the. Yeah, but what am I gonna they, say? They might be even be still be on payroll. Yes, he might. They're, they're still the owner and the president. They still somebody. Write the okay, it would be a huge hypocrisy. <laughs> For the company to leave that person in power based on 
you know, in my company in particular, like the, the things that they kind yeah, of stand that's, by. That's why it just it would just be it would be weird. silly. However, I don't think my day to day work would change. Yeah, not at all. Also, I feel like he would rotate out like the last no, guy. I no, mean, no. Okay, so this he is he doesn't I'm really represent the company. Like you're saying, like if he was just like a public story or something, that it was like outed and news outlets would cover it. But I'm saying you're saying it's not public. No, no. This is like okay. Let's say this is like a private email that he (laughs) didn't mean to send out, and he sent it out to the entire company and the employees, and he was talking some racist ish in that email. First of all, I feel like that would that would go out. But (laughs) I almost feel like I could take advantage. I might, I might, I might, I might hit the reply. Not I might hit the reply. You're next like a month at the company, and like you're just sitting on a cloud. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just real quick, what, what's your what's your take on this? Um, yeah, I think I. I'd probably leave um, if it was a situation like that the email got up. But at the same time, like what's was saying, where I work is very much a, um, non-discriminatory, like very mm-hmm. vocal about it. So the, the person wouldn't be in it. It just, it just doesn't even make Like, <laughs> what company, all the company, when some scandal goes on, somebody gets removed, even if it's not the guys. Like, if they put it on an ad that looks a little, too little suspect, they someone they boot somebody out. So if you're the the president or the seat or whoever's in charge is on K is in four K saying something, it, it wouldn't even make sense for that company to say, yeah, he has he's gonna have to do some training. That wouldn't even make any sense. But um, obviously we got a, a little way, a little ways from the actual story. Tooth at home girl, I guess is the moral of the story. <laughs> I. You know, sick. You know, my sick brain. I want to know what that go for me was for because if all she needed was twenty five hundred dollars, it was probably more than that. Actually, I don't know. I don't want to say that. I don't know. I mean, she just lost her job. Twenty five hundred dollars gets the job done. Maybe not her, not I the mean, full thing, but I need to make my next rent. Yeah, exactly. If you put up a GoFundMe for rent for two months, yeah, people been doing that. People, people, people are like hurting. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know a person that's made a GoFundMe for one hundred. Did you contribute? No, I did not. Yo, you are all right. All right, next. Let's let's come on. We're doing good on time. Let's that up. I'm telling you, when I'm eating, I'm gonna be. I'm. I mean, if you cruising for hundred dollars GoFundMe, that's okay. Okay, I also had to add the qualifier. It was for a pretty stupid reason. They listed under it too, so I saw that and I was like, come on. If they said, like, something serious, like, oh, I can't make my next payment, yeah, I would agree with them. Not in the if your next payment is $100, you can't make that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you, people, should, you should have that payment. Some people be struggling, I don't know. People are struggling. I'm not you know what that reminds me of? Y'all remember ads floating around where it's like, you can get $100 just sent to you? Yeah. Or $75? It was some company that just sent you money. And their they're, they're, uh, slogan was like, if you need a couple of dollars before payday. What was this? You mean like oh, when no, you're talking about JG Wentworth or something? No, no, no. He's talking about <laughs> these people that you like, might they know. could give you they could give you the money from the check before you got the check or something. Yeah. That sounds like, that sounds like yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of companies no, no, doing no, it, but there was an ad 
there's, there's a floating around like a. No, there's, yeah, there's like apps and stuff. You, you can yeah, it's basically it's like a loan. They shark. pay you. No, it's not a loan or any, I don't know if they take a percentage. By the way, they say it wasn't a loan. interest. They specifically say that it wasn't a loan. Okay. No, no, no. It's your money. You're going to get your paycheck, <laughs> but you need to spend the money before you get your paycheck. You spend the money, your paycheck hits, and the money comes out. But there's got to be interest. I don't know how that company make what's the I'm business. Sure Cuz yeah. that's how they make either, the money. Either either, <laughs> either, either either there's a, you know, there's a little percentage they take off of it. This is all I'm guessing. Or there's a bunch of ads in the app. I don't know. Like you know, I don't know either. I don't know what their structure is. All I know that ad used to fly float around quite a but bit. They're not they're not and losing. Every time I thought, what is it, where did how they generate money? They're not losing money unless somebody loses their paycheck. Yeah, you get fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody. I'm, yeah, you probably. I don't know how heard frequent that would be. Oh my yeah. god! time. Don't you? No, hell no. Yeah. Wow. Didn't <laughs> think about that. A lot of people got fired. Dang. Like I feel bad for whoever invested in that company. <laughs> they might just say, "Hey, we can't get you this much." <laughs> Even if you get fired, you still get that paycheck though. <laughs> Anyway. They probably they come after you though with like some type of credit a collection agency. They wouldn't just sit there and let it. I wish I remember the name. Of I mean, they probably well, did go if they get enough, if they get enough, yeah, yeah. yeah probably. <laughs> but I was gonna say if they get enough customers and they have enough <coughs> money coming in, then they could handle you. Yeah, I could eat. Yeah, I could eat. mass <laughs> if it's yeah. COVID. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so whoever runs that business, um, last but not wait, it's last. That's not only food. I also have to talk about you know the event that happened uh, four weeks ago at this time, about a month ago. Um, started in the start of twenty twenty one. Everyone was saying this is basically twenty twenty uh, uh, plus because it's not much different from twenty twenty. Um, but the whole riots did that you know that kept that riot that riots that kept it up. Sorry, that doesn't need any intro. We all know the story. We all know what went down, right? Yeah, I mean, since we're not, since we're not going to talk about, we're not, I'm not going to intro that a lot. What did y'all think about when that was popping off? I know everywhere from the timeline to my work group chat was talking about it, so there's no way y'all didn't see some of the jokes, some of the memes, or some of the some. I'm sure y'all see that that one homegirl fall down from that wherever she was climbing up. You probably seen homeboy shucking and bucking with the Nancy Pelosi's stand or whatever. They were in there having a blast. I actually haven't seen any video. I just know of it. Damn. Must be nice to not know about what's happening there. I didn't see too much. Um, there was that mad funny video of like it was a mob and there was one black security guard and he kept trying yeah, to back yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> oh my I God. I saw the white woman. I saw the one of the... About getting tear gas. Oh, yeah. I oh, saw what, that was it too? Yeah, it was tear gas. Yeah, they made a whole remix for that. I should have had a couple yeah. of tweets and memes lined up. I wasn't re- I wasn't posting everything because I, I, I don't know. White people wild. I don't care. But there was some funny jokes. Um, and yeah, Honestly, I mean, I, I, what, I, looked at, I looked at the headline. And then I just closed it. But, but what, <laughs> what about it? Was it, was it the nature of what's happening or is it just... We're so used to nonsense. We, it was. It just felt like nonsense. Yeah. Honestly, like, like if the see. story just happened and they were dealt with appropriately, I wouldn't have cared. Honestly, but it's the fact that 
you had the videos of the police guards, the officers and the guards let, letting them pass the barrier and them going go wild and no, I mean, nothing happened compared to what was happening to <laughs> one of the funniest things that, one of the funniest things I said was like I don't know if y'all remember but back when some of the riots because of more Black Lives Matter related things were happening uh, Trump tweeted like when the looting starts the shooting starts yeah. <laughs> and somebody was like uh, where's the shooting <laughs> Because they were in there just taking, they were in there having, like I said, they were in there having a, bl- having a blast. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say, I did, you know, I did have the thought, like, why, why are these people getting shot? <laughs> but, because of the compulsion, I, guess, I guess one of them did, but maybe it wasn't even. No, they didn't get Somebody died. Yeah, yeah there were they, they, like, they a couple that, deaths. That woman, like, I don't know her name. But I think they said Sharon some. Did they say somebody died of like a heart attack? Like there was some <laughs> dumb. De- like, it wasn't even really like they were getting. It definitely wasn't. Be- it wasn't because of police or right. force. Right. <laughs> somebody might have shot themselves. I don't know what happened. I don't know. It was strange. But yeah, I mean, you you think <laughs> some security. Something going Damn, on. They were whole white devil terrorists. <laughs> like, there's no way to learn about it. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the capital. Like, what do you. Like. Man, imagine if it was some it makes no Middle sense. Eastern. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yo. They would have bombed that place. They would have been bombed. They would have been. Or, uh, this is not funny, but this is funny. They had the pictures of them helping the old white lady that was leaving. Like, the cop had her on the arm and being all gentle. And you know, for It would have looked like a bad. Call of Duty game yeah. if it was some <laughs> black or Middle Eastern brothers in there. That is crazy. But anyway, so, obviously, everyone's heard about that by now. Like I said, months have passed. I still see it. I still see, like, headlines floating around today about, like, they catch new people because... Everybody's yep. face was on was on like 4K. Like, Chris, I don't know how those. I mean, because they're, they're you know dumb, but I don't know how they thought they could just go back and work at Home Depot or whatever wherever they work, and everything would be okay. No, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Living in a fantasy. Um, and you know, one of the stories that caught our attention is this story. Um, actually, I just pulled it up, but. And it raises a really interesting moral dilemma question. Um, this uh, story is from the New York Times. And, uh, yeah, the headline reads, Son tips off FBI about his father who's charged in capital riots. And a little, uh, one of the first things I say is, I put my emotions behind me <clears throat> uh, to do what I, what I thought was right, said Jackson Griffin. Who weeks before the siege alerted the FBI that his father was planning something big? Wow. Hmm. Two days after the Capitol riot on January 6th, Jackson Rifters, Riffitz, sorry, I'm saying his worst name. Guy, this guy's name is Guy W. Riffit, returned to his family home in Texas. He told his son he had stormed the Capitol according to the FBI affidavit. Then his father, then his then his father leveled the threat. If Jackson, 18, reported him to the police, he would have no choice but to do his duty for the country <laughs> and to do what he had to do. This is a father. This is a father and son, mind you. 
In interviews with the investigator, Jackson Riffit and his father said his father told them, if you turn me in, you're a traitor. Traitor. Well, interesting. <laughs> and you know what happens to traitor. Traitors get shot. Yo, this article, I read it for the first time. It's kind of wild. But again, this doesn't surprise me his language because we're talking about white devils. But he had already reported his father to the FBI. <laughs> You're talking to me about it. <laughs> uh, weeks before the riot. Dang, he had him. <clears throat> That's juicy. Um, call the FBI. Where's <laughs> Brian? Like, crazy. I mean, I guess you can Google it, but is the FBI number readily available? That's um, what I'm wondering. He would you always, he would me. always tell me he was going to do something big. My young, the younger Mr. Riffitt said in a phone interview on, on Saturday, I assumed he was going to do something big, but I didn't know what. Guy Riffitt's wife uh, told investigators after the riot that he was a member of the three percenters. <laughs> A far-right militia group, according to affidavit, FBI agents found an AR-15 rifle and a pistol at his home. The elder Mr. Riffitt told investigators that he had brought the pistol with him to Washington. Yeah, they were armed. Do you, do you believe that? Jackson Riffitt, um, I don't want to read this whole article. Um, I'll read the last part. Jackson Riffitt said he learned that his father was headed to Washington the day before the riot, but he did not know what would what he would be doing there. He discovered that what was happening when he saw the images of rioters storming uh, Capitol News, it was not clear what, if anything, the Federal Bureau of Investigation did after. Whoa. Oh, it wasn't sure. It wasn't clear what, if anything, the Federal Bureau of Investigation did after Mr. Rick first contact with the FBI about his father. Federal investigators. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, this story is crazy. The Federal investigators contacted him during the riots to follow up. Yeah, during the riots. <laughs> to follow up on his tip from weeks earlier, at which point he said he helped prove what they were trying to investigate. That is so wild. So, if I tell you that a white devil's up to no good, <laughs> and then you see the white devil on the news, <laughs> then you hit me back? Yeah. Hey, about that tip. He, yeah, he left the message and they said, oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, yo, this is... Huh? <laughs> Yo, we could have a ball with this, man. And obviously, it was a whole event, and obviously, it had mad media attention. I when I first saw the headline, I thought I was gonna ask y'all what y'all did y'all ever see y'all so turning y'all father in. I don't know, participate in this one because you know my pops is from my life. But um, yeah, what do you, what do y'all think of the story? You don't have to even answer that. What do y'all just think of the story? <laughs> it's just it's. It kind of reminds me of people like leaving their spouses because of their political affiliations. Like, I mean, there's from this story, it sounds more so like it's because the dad was absolutely wilding and he was he threatened them to kind of to shoot them basically. <laughs> that part, <laughs> is, yeah. that part is literally one of the most wild parts of the story. Yeah, so, like um, that um, seemed like it was more so the. I can imagine this in like a. Maybe a parody show, but just some like show, like, it's like on SNL or something. Like you know what we do to traders. I know you're my son, but traders get shot. All right, pops. I, yeah. I contact that bitch. Talk to the FBI about you. They they got your whole ID. Yeah, like in this case, I I can kind of see it given the whole like the the threat. But if there's a lot of people that would do stuff like this just out of a sense of patriotism and being loyal to their country or whatever. 
And it reminds me of people who leave their spouses because, oh, you voted for Trump, you voted for Biden or whatever. And, I mean, just uh, not believe in someone or turn them in because you don't think that they're being legitimately harmful and you're just doing it because you don't agree with them and you're getting brainwashed. I guess let's take it out of like a father because that's something that's very far removed from something we could ever imagine. If you guys had, if you guys had a white friend and you saw them wilding, what's your next course of action? I'm not calling the yeah. FBI. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, if this if this I, was, I don't think I'm calling the FBI on anybody. Yeah. I still don't know how you Unless contact the FBI. Unless they're making a literal bomb and trying to kill some people. Yeah. If I saw if them on TV, like, I'm like, yo, whoa. what's he doing? <laughs> and I've been going off with my day. I'm not turning <laughs> him in. What? I mean, if I yeah, if I found out somebody was about to plant a bomb somewhere. Yeah. I think I'd have to make a 911. Uh, let's let's not make up scenarios. What if you saw them at Capitol Hill while they? I guess so. But what if but what if the FBI approaches you? Like, do you know the person? No, I don't know. Dang. What? I don't know. I I I would not. I don't know if I would turn down a chance to get rid of a, a white terrorist. I mean, yeah, I, I probably have. Probably shouldn't state my opinion about this, but. I don't feel it necessary to turn in criminals. These people. Oh, okay. These people specifically. Yeah. Why? Because they were all. Because you think they got them all? Cause, no, because it was a riot. Where's this gonna go? What do you mean? <laughs> I you, mean, you think they should have the opportunity to do it so black people can riot? Is that what you're trying to say? Not, not necessarily so black people can riot, but it was. Freedom to riot. <laughs> so yeah, um, like you do at every riot, are people getting arrested? Yeah, yeah. if they get caught. Yeah, if they get caught. Yeah. So, uh, am I gonna turn in everybody for every riot? But I, it's more sort of cause though. Like we wait, we talked about this before. When a lot of times when black people riot, it's usually because somebody caught. These people rioted because homeboy lost. If I'm not mistaken, I don't really care. I mean, I, I don't really care why you riot. If nobody, if nobody, if if the intention isn't necessarily to kill or to hurt people, they bought guns. Yeah, but they apparently it not not that much violence happened besides people being foolish and there were a few cops that got yeah, it cops got injured. Okay, killed. I, sure about yeah. that? I don't know about two, so, yeah, two, two cops that died. <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I, but I don't does know that incriminate like everybody in the riot? I mean, they're technically performing a crime, but I do get what you're saying. Where it is, is Capitol Hill, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't. It was. So I don't nice. think I can no, I'm not. No. I, yeah, I just. I'm, I'm not reporting people. Yeah, honestly, I do see what you're saying about being ca- like. The, I don't. To me, the Capitol Hill thing. It's they shouldn't have done it, but. If you see okay, okay. If you're seeing them riot at a, if they're doing the same exact thing, same exact circumstances, except it's at a, like a, like a Walmart or something. Yeah, it's, it's not the same. Obviously, it's the fact that they went there is kind of symbolic. But if they're doing the same exact stuff at a Walmart, is it really like 
that I would say that big a deal, but yeah, I I because I've talked about my feelings about people rioting anyway. I don't I don't think it's a good thing in general, but at the same time, I I kind of look at both of these in the same way, and that um, it wasn't. I, I think cause plays a lot. Yeah, it's not um, cause. Not looking at cause, looking at the action. It was a riot, and um, it's not like they went there to go in there and shoot up the place or anything like that, or shoot up people. I think they went in there to they to some they went, stuff. Wait, what's, they that, what's that, that little people, cute thing people keep saying? Uh, people, they woke up and chose violence. They woke up and chose violence that day. Yeah, if they found the AOC in one of those rooms, you're telling <laughs> me they wouldn't have tried to... Uh, yeah. they would, she would have been... Mm. I don't... I'm not, I'm not going... I mean... But to answer the question, I'm not. I, I don't that's feel fine. the need to report. That's, that's fine. I, again, I, I was I was more so trying to get y'all put yourself in that this <laughs> young brother situation, this young white boy situation. Although not your father, it was friends. So afterwards, y'all had a conversation. Y'all clicked. Y'all linked up, and you said, "Hey, didn't I see you at the home?" <laughs> and he said, "You know, you can't turn me in." If you turn me in, all right. If they said that, then I. <laughs> hey, that's what that. And not even because I'm, I'm feeling not, threatened. I'm not turning him in. I'm not <laughs> turning him in. But when he asks to go hang out, I'm gonna be like, Nah, you. <laughs> you are hot right now. <laughs> I don't know it's about that. Busted. That don't look good for me. I'm, I'm gonna have to say, you know. Oh man. I'm gonna hit you back in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a while. <laughs> Some of these numbers that some of these guys are getting. You gotta give, give this a Number few months nine. to see. Oh f- nah, it's f- USC, it's a, it's a wrap. I mean, if they, if you don't get caught after a few months, what white boy I really want to hang out with them like anyways? We like, might could still have lunch or something. Hey man, um, yeah, obviously you know we're joking around, but I guess that is a really sucky and unfortunate situation where you have to turn. You know, we're talking about friends, but a whole family member in, and um, yeah, I wonder. I wonder what that. Even though I'm glad I never even have to even imagine it, I wonder what that situation would is like when you have a a whole father or, or parent that is on some very radical views, and you just have to live with them. That's that's something else. Um, but one other story that caught our attention. And I still don't fully understand the story, so maybe you can break this down for me a little more, Ace. I certainly can. Because um, I, I was, we were talking about it a little beforehand, and I, as much as I'd be on Twitch, I don't, I'm not familiar with a lot of the Twitch, like, sub, uh, jokes, and memes. I'd just be in, I'd just be in there, in there enjoying my favorite Twitch streamer. So, this story out of Polygon, um, the headline reads, Twitch removes PogChamp emote after Star oh. after Star encourages further violence at Capitol Hill. The face behind the popular emote used to, used social media to spur civil unrest. This guy's white? No, he's not. He's like Asian in the face. Mm-hmm. PogChamp, one of the gaming culture's most prominent faces, has been removed from live streaming service to which the company announced the decision was taken in light of the real world's face fighting games. Oh, he's a, he's a white guy? 
Ah, my personality, Ryan Brutex. Ryan Brutex Gutierrez. So he's Hispanic? I, Wait, what? I, I thought he was Asian. Uh, I'm just he putting... Looks, he looks that's the only Hispanic name. Yeah, that's, that's all. He utilized social media in Twitch words. Encouraged further violence after what took place in Capitol today. Following the violent takeover of Capitol Hill by Trump supporters and calls to impeach calls to impeach the major cap- political figures, Gutierrez, uh, you, you know me, I'm dead, asked his followers, he asked his followers to continue the civil unrest that unfolded throughout January 6th. The personality invoked this name of a woman who died during the Trump supporter takeover, encouraging his followers to watch a video about passing. <coughs> and this is his actual tweet. He looks different in the in this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize that was him. I didn't realize, that was so confused. I didn't realize what this story was actually about. Now I understand it completely. He, so he tweeted, "Will there be, will there be civil unrest for the woman who was executed in, inside of the Capitol today, or will the MAGA martyr die in vain?" The video. How did he get to be the pocket? Anyway, the video will be aired soon on Band Dot Video and the Resistance Dot Video. And it sounds pretty awesome. Sounds gruesome. Oh, gruesome. <laughs> this is my book. My Wait, so it sounds like if you look at, watch it, people, well, yeah, the sound it, it, is pretty There's gruesome. another tweet. Right? In short order, many t- top gaming personalities <clears throat> announced that they were either banning the wide-eyed emo from their channel, if not asking. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just thinking of people talking about it on, on Twitch, and I didn't even really get what was happening. If not asking the platform itself, Twitch tweeted to take action against it. The charge was led by content creator Natasha Zumba, oh, Zombekill Zimba, a personality who has been vocal about the, the platform hate. I can only tell what she'd be on. Uh, <laughs> so she reposted, so Twitch, due to your love, due to this lovely statement, I think I think this pod can't hope, sorry, I'm reading too much, guys. You guys can help me. I think this pod can't emo <coughs> needs to be removed. And so on and forth, so forth. It seemed like Twitch uh, hopped on it and they got they got him out of here. Wow, looking at that emo, I would have never thought this guy would have been a whole bigot for the uh, uninitiated. What is an emo? <laughs> it's a, you know what an emoji is. It's like yeah, an emoji that you use to react. Yeah, it's emoji. But it, in this case, this is the emoji. I think people like Discord. I think people emotes, usually used like, it when like you did it something looks like an emoji. You did something incredible. Yeah. It's stylized. No, it's, no, it's like, like, a, it's, like it's literally this picture. It looks but like a just sticker. Just we'll yeah. show this whole thing. Okay. I'll show this whole thing. So another famous one or popular one is Capital. Yeah, I kind of know that one. What is that? I, mean, I probably know if I saw it. It's I don't know so I we're mean. not. It's fine. The moral of the story is. This guy, who you would think is just a <coughs> gamer, but apparently was on some whole bigot shenanigans. Yeah, you can say that. Um, and he got banned. Um, I, I, it's so crazy. I, I didn't, I never knew the face behind that, that emote, that meme. So I didn't, I never in a million years would have thought that was what type of time he was on. Um, I guess if anything from the story, I definitely gathered that, um, Companies are definitely getting people out of here that were in any shape or form involved uh, with any of the 
capital riots or anything, any of the energy behind it, which I guess is a good thing. Um, I definitely saw like mad headlines about how like Twitter and Facebook, which again, this is maybe kind of bleeding into a one day we have to have like a nice deep dive about censorship. But if you were on some type of, you know, we're gonna do this again to show that we mean business or any type of, if you put out any type of post that indicated that you were either involved with it or wants to be involved with the continuation of it, I definitely saw uh, some articles about people getting banned in, uh, yeah, banned from these uh, social media. So, I mean, people are definitely taking it serious. Uh, again, we're kind of removed from, I, I literally didn't know who that guy was before today, um, but y'all Without going too deep into censorship, do y'all think this is a legit move? So I will say. <laughs> well, yeah, you have to break it down even because I was just talking. Yeah, so there's there's kind of two parts to it. Obviously, there's the story itself. I actually used to watch this dude. Um, uh oh, <laughs> you are giving it up today. He played Street Fighter Two, or um, I think I think he's most famous for his um, talent in Street Fighter First Strike. Did he make that face one day after winning something? No, nah, there was a lot of like um, fighting game live streaming on Twitch that was pretty popular early on, and I think that was from one of his a live stream he did with Mike Ross. I know Mike um, Ross. Yeah, and yeah, I think it was one of their live streams he made that face and it became like um, basically the emote you would use whenever something mad hype was happening yeah. with Matt Jones or whatever in the chat. Um, yeah, and people like, people even say now, that, I mean, the name of the emote, they call it PogChamp, to be honest, I'm not sure why, but you'll hear people say like, oh, that was mad Pog, or Pog. Yeah, yeah, Poggers. Like yeah, yeah, that all comes from the, this emote. Dang, Twitch history, you, you won't learn anywhere besides here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I used to watch him and Mike Ross do this show, um, Excellent Adventures, where they would play Street Fighter 4 with, um, usually they had a guest on, and it was mad, it was a mad good, like, show, I, I think it was like half hour, usually most of the episodes, um, they would go online and sometimes take L's, it was just mad, mad good show to watch, mm -hmm. um, him and Mike Ross had, you know, good back and forth, Mike Ross is a mad funny personality, so that was it's just crazy to see this dude come back into the. Into so somebody that actually used to, uh, is familiar with this guy and used to watch him, did he ever give any indication that he was on this type of time? No, no, not at all. Um, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. Like it seems, it seems like people have been become more radicalized in the last four years or so. And I, I haven't. We need to talk about that. I haven't really kept up with him um, or Mike Ross and Street Fighters in. In probably five years or more. Well, so. It was trash, but that's what I'm saying. It was not trash. So for another day. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Um, but yeah, back back in the day, there was definitely no indication that he was far right or anything like that. And yeah, I said, I, I definitely think that there's a lot more radicalization that has happened over the last four years. And, yeah. Um, and maybe even more. 2060, I think someone's switching <laughs> people's brains, but it's fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there's really much to talk about with this. I guess 
Maybe it's kind of falling, even though this guy seemed like he was all destined to fail. Uh, for me, what I gained from this, and maybe no one else would, but, you know, never be too attached to your favorite personality. Because you never know what type of energy they really be really <coughs> on. Um, I'm sure this guy, very, uh, he probably was, he, he obviously was a bad, mad influential, but probably had mad followers, mad subscribers. And that whole community is just... Some of his, some of his like streams are probably archived now. Probably can find it in places. Yeah, maybe people are going back and rewatching them just to find all the nitty gritty things about it. No, that's crazy. Like, I would still go back and watch some excellent adventures. And... No, I'm talking about his more recent stuff. Oh, if yeah, he's still, yeah, if he's, I don't know when he. Yeah, got... he has like, he's um. That's wild. If he's radical and playing Street Fighter, <laughs> like that's an interesting balance. Yeah, actually, I recently, before this happened, I watched one of his videos, but I don't know how old it was. I'm pretty sure it was pretty recent, where he was trying to, um, I think he was trying to kind of get back into streaming, and um, he was, cause one thing he used to do was train people. Um, oh, so, to get them good at Street Fighter. Yeah, that's so lit. Y'all need that for Smash. But yeah, he's. I think he he fell off and he um, just shoot. He was trying to get back into the mainstream, um, or not necessarily the mainstream, but back into streaming and build up a platform again. I guess the question, and I don't, I don't know, I'm rush here and try to hit that mark. But um, if y'all, I mean, and y'all don't really have like, I feel like I'm the person that probably follows most people the closest, but. If y'all had a content creator that y'all liked the content, I don't want to start giving up all the content that y'all officially like. If you, it was a jazz mission who, when you saw him play, it was just fire jazz. But then you go to his Twitter, you see he's far right. Well, and I don't want to make far right seem like they're the, the worst people out there, but he's on some other type of time. Would you still indulge, or could you, can you keep that separate? I don't think I care. Even if you know he's wilding, wilding, not in yeah. This is this 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 uh this particular situation isn't. I mean, it's obviously it's obviously not as bad as it could have been as far as what he could be supporting. Um, I mean, obviously, like inciting violence um, for pretty much any reason is kind of like like how, how can I get behind that? But at the same time, um, I don't know, like, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it it's really complex. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think it's kind of a complex issue because, like I was saying, saying people, people have become rac- radicalized and it feels more like brainwashing almost um, than just people being evil so I don't I yeah. I don't um, I think I can feel more mm, sympathy yeah I would say probably say sympathy. it is it, you yeah. do kind of look at some of these people and like it's not even it's not I mean if you are some bigotry that's not acceptable it's almost like they're just dumb more so than 
evil. I, I get that. Maybe yeah, that's, they're, maybe they're, that's convinced, they're convinced that there's something um, like terribly wrong with the way uh, the government is set up, society is set up, or whatever, and they have radical ideas about how things actually work and you know, for whatever reason, they're convinced of certain things. I, um, like I said, I can, I can sympathize with that because I can understand people being brainwashed to, with different ideas. Just because there's so much information out there, there's so much, so much. things that you can watch and become, um, you know, start to build ideas about it's very difficult to say. And it's biased information a lot of times. Yeah, and it, but it's difficult to to have like a full argument against, and a lot of it is like self reinforcing where you can't you can't. It's hard to argue against because you know the more um, like the more somebody argues against something, or more or the more they don't speak about it, it almost reinforces the idea that the opinion or whatever is trying to be suppressed so mm-hmm. it's just like this is a crazy situation and um yeah like i said i can i can sympathize with it more than just somebody being a straight up like it, it, like i don't see him as a racist because I, I nothing that he said has been anything like racist or anything like that he's talked about the um all the tweets the, well not yeah, it, well, no, I mean, even these tweets are, again, they're inciting violence, yeah. but they are It's not, I'm not, racism, that is debatable, but evil, I mean, it's, I don't like some evil around. This is, this is some terrorist-ish. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can, you, it's not acceptable, it's just, it's, <laughs> he's the antagonist right now. Yes, but these people think that they are... Patriots. Yeah, that's where this thing. They think they're patriots. Yeah. They think like this is like the Revolutionary War type or, or a Civil War. That's kind of like scary. <laughs> yeah, and the whole reason that the riots were incited was because Trump had a speech on the day of the riots and it was basically saying election is BS. Are we going to let them get away with this? Right. And people took that as. That's why Homeboy got banned from Twitter. Do something about it. Right. It's a kind of topic of its own. If I'm going back to suppression and stuff. But anyway, I, I think we all kind of understand your point. Some of, these, some of these people may not have the intention to be evil. Again, brainwashing is kind of a key word here. Um, yeah, there's mad things we can talk about when it comes to this entire topic. For some reason, I want to add that... Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, I, I was just going to say he... Uh, he, he's talked about the vaccine too and like um, not necessarily conspiracy theories but saying that well yeah this is one thing he said he said this on stream was that um, or he was asked if he thinks people should get the vaccine so this um, is recent yeah yeah this is all very recent and he said uh, people should have the right to be able to choose whatever they want to do with their body and that's that's seen as to to I don't, I don't want to say the majority, but, like, I think it was a YouTube video or something like that, and I was looking through the comments, and that was just, like, seen as this big negative thing, like a wild, 
wow, no, yeah, you should absolutely get the vaccine. Like, that's kind of the consensus. So, we're going to have a whole vaccine combo tonight, but I know you're just bringing that up. Yeah, so I'm just saying, um, yeah, like, he has, he has, uh, some points that we could all, or that logically each person should be able to agree with. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I don't really see it as, uh, I, I guess it's just, it's, it's not as bad as it could have been, really. But yeah, I mean, the, the other thing, too, is that people are, um, people are kind of asking, like, if this was necessary as far as removing, completely removing the emotes, um, or him being the face of That's the true. Could, could they have banned him, but left the emotes? Yeah, and they, they, I don't I don't know if they banned him specifically. The the point is that they got rid of the emotes. Um, I'm, I'm probably sure. I'm sure they probably ban- canceled Ben from his account. Like yeah, they said it. I was watching. I feel um, like it wasn't from that tweet from that chick. Then if no one brought it up, they would just kind of kind of skirt by and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but most people are of the opinion. Well, not most, but most things that I've seen, they're of the opinion that it was kind of over the top, because this. The emote has no, literally, well, most, I think most people don't know. The emote's from the, the, mad years ago. Yeah, it's it has nothing like to do 2011. With, it has nothing to do with anything. It's literally him being hyped for him. Nobody knows who who Gutex is anymore. The, the emote is bigger than him. Yeah, exactly. 100%. So people are um, kind of saying, or were anyway, that this was over the top. Um, I guess real quick, where's my switch on I think it was, but I mean that's because <laughs> that's kind of more because of what I what I've been saying, like. Huh. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I I wonder if it's because of the way the internet would have used it. Like there's, there would have been people that continue to use it as oh this is hype, but some people could have been using it to show support. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it was just. And you you see some of the aftermath for when for when simp and other words got banned. People continue to use those words. I, I, it's kind of more out of spite. But yeah, but I'm saying if they never banned it, then I think it would have just been used as banning it makes it seem more yeah. being more attention to it. But I, 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 I do see that Twitch had to do something and it's Twitch. They could just ban him, but he's probably not so active. It's still the emote. Like he, somebody would have said, "Wow, you know, you need to get rid of this." Yeah, I think I think you're right. I th- it's just because somebody would have loud enough voice for it, their yeah. attention, which that kind of gets back to. I don't know if that homegirl was little, is left. And the other thing I want to clear because this, you know, may or may not be seen by people. We don't care about left or right. <laughs> we don't care if you're far far right or far left. We don't care. Off the bat, I, I, I'm gonna speak for myself. I'm not, I don't, I don't like labels at all. I definitely don't like labels like that. If you, if you feel so compelled to be on either side of the fence, have a blast. Just don't do anything um, harmful to anybody else. I want to make that abundantly clear. Um, yeah, I don't know if Homegirl was left, left leaning, but kind of, that's just it. That sounds like a left leaning tweet to me. Sounds like a turn to a political podcast, but. Hey man, you can, if you think it is, then. You don't have to watch. Um, but either way, s- salute to... I don't know what to say. 
So let's start booting up music, and I will, or not I will, but we'll start kicking ass though. So we'll do, so we'll do music, and then we'll come back to that challenge and call it a podcast. Yeah, honestly, we're kind of. I don't know if y'all have calmed down at this point, but is it even worth asking? Uh, anything y'all looking forward to coming? Up? Do y'all feel like talking right now? Nope. I hope it snows tomorrow. <coughs> Oh, um, actually, <coughs> my... Say it in the camera. You're very much out of it. Um, my yearly review for work is coming up, and that means a pay raise, and I'm asking for a pretty sizable one. You asked for your... Well, okay, they pitch one, I counter-respond. I did it last year. I had a damn good argument, and I got what I asked in this year. Going pretty ambitious. If I, I doubt I get all of it, but I'm going to ask for 20%. Increase? Yeah. That's a good increase. I deserve it, but we'll see if they agree. <coughs> Considering all I do for the company, I deserve it, but. And I, I got the perfect argument, too. I told them last year at the review, I said, you're going to be looking back in a year, and it's like, you, res- you deserve the increase you got this year, and you're going to deserve a bigger one this year. And I backed it up with my work. So. Absolutely. That actually is something to look forward to. And uh, we're all praying and sending our <coughs> spirit, spirit energy your way. Um, yeah. Um. I'm kind of with y'all. I kind of really want to talk right now, <clears throat> but I what I'm looking forward to is um, not necessarily so, not necessarily <clears throat> something that's fast approaching. But I, my one of my big goals right now is just to try to get this podcast going. So for every for everyone and anyone that sees this in the future, I hope you enjoy it, and I definitely look forward to seeing any type of feedback that comes. <clears throat> um, but definitely with that, we're all mad tired after that experience, so, um, <laughs> fair enough, maybe not physically tired, but anyway, <clears throat> like I said, um, be warmed and be filled. All right.